these bitter divorcees are finally working together to break up their daughter's wedding. Today, I'm talking about Ticket to Paradise. This is Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Ticket to Paradise, which is the recent uh, film starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney, and it's kind of one of, a lot of people are like, oh, they just don't make a lot of movies like this anymore, and there's a couple reasons for that in terms of business, but uh, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty enjoyable, and in ways I didn't expect, and uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get started. With all of the emphasis on franchises or established intellectual property, it can make you nostalgic for the days where the selling points of a movie were, hey, we got these two actors that folks really like and put them in a movie together. Could be a rom-com or a drama, but the selling point was always the names, not the concept. Of course, it's hard to invoke that level of nostalgia in people nowadays, unless you can just say, grab actors who were used exactly like that at the height of their powers, like George Clooney and Julia Roberts. But when your leads are middle-aged movie stars, how do you craft a rom-com that plays to their talents? Clooney and Roberts play David and Georgia, a formerly married couple who find it impossible to get along, save for one thing, their amazing daughter, Lily. But David and Georgia are thrown a curveball when Lily falls in love in Bali and quickly decides that she wants to get married and stay in the tropical paradise. Now David and Georgia will have to work together to sabotage the wedding and prevent Lily from repeating their mistakes. So this movie is fine. There's plenty to like and critique, and I can see people ending up on either side of it. What I actually really like is the central premise. Roberts and Clooney are both middle-aged, so it would be weird for them to go down the standard rom-com line of being two people from disparate backgrounds and worldviews. It actually makes a lot more sense that they would be divorced parents with a grown daughter who can't get along. It also means that Clooney and Roberts can play to their strengths, with Clooney doing his I'm charming and handsome but also an idiot routine, and Roberts playing the holier-than-thou character. Admittedly, this kind of back-and-forth banter seems more suited to Clooney, but these two have plenty of chemistry. And this works especially well when they work together, or try to be cool together and come across as embarrassing. And being filmed in a lovely location, seemingly on location, you really get the sense that everyone had fun making this movie, and it shows. Though my favorite aspect about this movie is its approach and perspective of David and Georgia's relationship. In a lot of movies like this, there's a clear bad guy or moment that the former couple have to revisit before they can move forward. Instead, the movie treats David and Georgia's bitterness as something of a continued fallout and bitterness from their staying away from each other and letting go of what happened in their marriage. So I'll explain it another way. In the aftermath of a breakup or divorce, there's a tendency for all parties involved to either view the other person as the devil, the cause, or some other mean thing. When in reality, there were probably a lot of good memories and times that came before the bad stuff, which has overwhelmed those good memories. And enough time and even just spending time with one another might remind you of when things were good, especially if you're working together. In this movie's best moments, both David and Georgia let the game faces come down and talk about how it's strange but still nice to spend time together and fondly share memories of their married life or admit where they tripped up in their relationship. And and that, in turn, opens up the possibility of them getting back together when they're finally seeing each other as people again. It's a nice little irony that their attempt to break up their daughter's wedding might actually rekindle their relationship. 
Where this movie stumbles is with a series of recurring side gags that aren't as strong as the movie seems to think they are. For instance, Georgia's pilot boyfriend, who keeps trying to propose to her, despite it being very obvious that she doesn't want to marry him, and getting interrupted by physical comedy gags. It's not great. I'd much rather either have a side adventure with Billy Lord's character, who is criminally underused, like, just make her act like her book smart character the entire time, you can slot that sloppy queen into anything. Likewise, the movie spends a lot of time telling us that Lily is an amazing person, rather than showing it. It's not great that it's difficult to see what the young couple see in each other, minus the location at the, that they're both young and attractive. Still, it invokes enough lighthearted rom-com vibes to skate by, and the overall viewing experience is pleasant. The verdict is, it's a touch more mature than expected. While the comedy leans immature, Ticket to Paradise more adult look at life and love is refreshing. 6 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.